watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. So give me some fins. Noggin. Just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Now hug me, brother! Welcome back to Just Being Real. If you just finished up on our last podcast we posted, welcome back. If you haven't checked out our old podcast, check them out too. They're pretty cool. But for now, just sit back and join us for this week's topic. Well, we're back. Episode 43. Here we go. Yeah. Episode 43. We've, we've kind of had a hard time getting this recorded. Um, yeah, the enemy doesn't want us to talk about what we're going to talk about. I so. guess so. Yeah. Let's just hit it, man. Let's do it. Well, I first off, the re, one of the reasons was because I got a new computer, which yeah. I love. Uh, I got a new MacBook Pro. Yeah. has the M2 in it. Yeah, that means yeah. nothing to me. Uh, <laughs> it means mighty too. I don't know what M stands for. <laughs> right. Anyway. anyway. So, but we're uh, we're recording a little differently. So if it sounds a little different, uh, we apologize. But uh, here we go, and we're gonna come at this. Uh, full steam. So, man, um, we are jumping into this topic of the power of words. Um, we know exactly what it says. Shelly, yep. what's the same Proverbs? Proverbs eighteen twenty one. death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. As a matter of fact, it's so, I mean, Jesus was so passionate about this right. and helping us understand he he even came at the the, the Pharisees. Remember, right. right when he called him that little colorful name, he brood says, of "Vipers." Yeah, in Matthew twelve thirty four, he mm-hmm. said, "You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks." Yeah. So what's that? You know, my mom used to say something when I was a kid. Um, she was she always say, "Garbage in, garbage out." Mm-hmm. So whatever you're taking in is going to come out. Yeah. And. Um, my mom used to say something too. It was, uh, you get more bees with honey than you do vinegar. Yes. Wait a minute. Yes. Yeah, that was right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I had to think about that a second. But yeah, yeah I mean, and it's true. Yeah. I mean, you know, you use your words, you know. It can cause it can cause you strife. Yeah. You, you by your own words, it can also cause you a blessing. Yep. As well, because you look at Proverbs twelve thirteen, it says, "An evil man is ensnared by the transgressions of his lips, but the righteous escapes from trouble." Mm. And so, I, I love this idea. I love the the topic we're talking about today, because when we we think about words, we 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 have to really understand how valuable they are. Oh yeah. And and what they do bring. Uh, they can bring life or they can bring death. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's interesting because there's, you know, when we talk about just the perspective of us and, and, and what we're saying can bring life or death to people. I mean, that's, that's significant. That's important. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to be able to do that. Um, and, and so we want to be careful with that. You know, I, I think another main reason is because we have to give account. Oh, yeah. Account for every careless word we speak. Yep. Matthew uh, twelve thirty six and 37 says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account of every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. It's by your words. Yeah. You're condemned. Yeah. It's so funny. Some, sometimes people think... They have a right to say things, or mm. I mean, even if you type it, you know, on Facebook or whatever, right. you know, you st- you're going to have to give an account for that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, our words can give life or death. Just a, a real quick illustration. I was talking to a, a friend of mine yesterday, and she was telling me about when her husband passed away. And she had a really good friend of hers come over to visit her. And one of the first things she asked her, her friend asked her, was, how do you know your husband never cheated on you? And I was like, oh, my word. I mean, this was like within days that she buried her husband and her friend come over and asked her that. So it was like the enemy was trying to plant a seed through yeah. her friend. And she said she even, she had to step back and reevaluate her friendship with her yeah. because she knew that she didn't have a filter a lot of times. Her and friend. she Her friend. Yeah. And she dismissed it. Mm-hmm. And... But at this point in her life, she couldn't believe she was standing in front of her asking her this question. And she reevaluated this friendship, and she actually told me she cut it off. Well, and that's an important aspect here, too, because the enemy will use good people in your life. They'll use anybody. He'll use anybody Mm -hmm. in your life to really try to speak into you uh, evil. Plant a seed. Plant a seed, something that's, you know, I I remember... um, I was a youth pastor down in, uh, well, I was a youth pastor, let's put it that way. And uh, I remember, one of the major reasons I remember this, because this was my last night with the the teens. Mm. I had resigned, and I was taking a senior position, and this was my last uh, Wednesday night with the teens. And there's just happened to be uh, an incident that happened with two of my teenagers, a girl and a boy, and apparently uh, they got caught. They got caught. Let's just say it that way. And so the dad of the girl, who he didn't attend the church at all. These both of these kids were uh, unchurched. Both of these kids were didn't their parents weren't in church. I was ministering to them specifically, trying to minister to the families. But um, the dad shows up at church that night, and so the teens. Of course, you know I handled it. I addressed the teens about it. I said, Hey, you know this is you know. It is what it is. We're going to pray for them. We're going to love them. And, and you know, and, and you, you know, you just do your typical, you know, try to comfort pastoral thing. Well, then the dad comes up to me uh, afterwards. Now, my kids went out, and usually at the end, I let them go out and play some basketball or whatever and hang out until, you know, it's time to go. And um, he was out there in the parking lot. He wanted to talk to me. So I went over and spoke to him. And um, he said, uh, he, he said I, I want you to address those teens. And I said, about what? He said, well, I want you to tell them not to be talking. Don't be talking about my daughter. And I said, um, sir, I handled this. And, you know, and, and we had a little tit for tat kind of thing. And, and I said, look, I'm kind of done with the conversation here. Uh, I'm going to go now and spend some time with my teenagers. And as I'm walking away, he said something that I just, pure, I just 100% believe it was of the enemy. He said, and you call yourself a pastor. And he walked away. Now, mind you, this is a guy that it's the first time I'd seen him uh, showing up. Matter of fact, he he didn't legally have custody of his daughter. Uh, his mother was, no, his sister was raising her. Uh, but yet this guy came and he was upset. And uh, he wanted the, the teens not to talk about his daughter, you know, and this and that. And um, and he wanted me to tell him that. Yeah. I was like, have, I you, get ever, that, have but... you ever tried telling teenagers, right. you know, what not to say and what yeah, to say. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. 
It's like going up to your team and say, listen, I don't want you to do that. What's the, we need you to walk away. What are they? <laughs> I got to do this now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right, right. So anyway, but here's here's what the thing was, is that I mean, it, 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 the enemy tried to speak into me. You know, you're, and you're still thinking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, this I is still remember this. five years ago. Sure, yeah. You know. Yeah, still remembering this. Mm-hmm. Still, and, and that's why it goes back to one of the things I remember uh, being told a long time ago, and I do remember it. Uh, is to remember your call when you accepted the call when you said yes to Jesus mm-hmm. when you said you were going to be a pastor when you said you were going to well, do this or anytime whatever. you make yeah. a commitment with, with Christ that's what I always tell yeah. people when they make a commitment with with Christ they need to remember this date they need to write it down yeah. because the enemy will try to come back and say you didn't right so and that's exactly and and he'll try to whisper that to mm-hmm. you or he'll use other people to right. use words to speak into right. it and, and to me, yeah, and that to me, it's it was lies, and it was trying. What, what it was, what was he trying to do? The enemy was trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. I wish people would truly start rising up and understanding right. that the enemy is out to get you. Oh yeah, that's his job, twenty four seven, seven days a week. Yes, you know he's not going to stop until he destroys how you think about yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about others, how you yep. think about others, how you talk about others. Right. You know, he is out to destroy, and he will use you in any possible way. Yeah. Here's the other thing that's really interesting about this, too, though, is when we think about it, the enemy, in, in knowing all of this, if, if the thing is, is that if he's not, if, if we are not speaking evil, then he wants us to be still. Because see, you think about it, if we're not speaking evil, if we're really, we've chosen to speak life, we speak life into people. We speak, you know, we want to encourage people, uplift, all that kind of stuff. We're speaking life. He doesn't want us doing that. Mm-hmm. So he wants us to shut up. Or he doesn't want us to be crying out to God. Right. 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 Uh, he, he, you know, with our words, with our heart, with our, our worship, everything about it, uh, he doesn't want us to. Uh, so, you know, a lot of that is is the fact that he doesn't want us to speak it, but then he also doesn't want others to hear it. Right, right. You know, he doesn't want people to hear the good news about Jesus Christ. He doesn't want people to hear that. Well, we are vessels Mm -hmm. of God for, you know, for God to use. And this is how he is able to speak to other people is through us. Yeah. You know, whether it's his word that we're speaking or, you know, something we feel that we could encourage someone else with. Yeah. There's a great story in the scripture. It's in Matthew chapter 20, verse uh, 30 through 34. Let me read it for you real quick. It says, and behold, there were two blind men sitting by the roadside. Now, I want you to picture that, right? Okay, you've got two gentlemen who have been blind. Now, we don't know how long they've been blind. They could have been blind for life. They could have seen and then went blind uh, or where they were born blind. We're not sure. But what we do know in that day and time, if you had this kind of an infirmity, you were, I mean, you you were, you weren't, you weren't a state of the ward. I mean, it wasn't like the government was going to take care of you. Uh, you could get assistance and all this kind of stuff. They had the way they had to get things was by begging mm. on the side of the road. And this is where they're at. They're sitting on by the side of the road. And listen, I love this because here's this: they may have been blind, but they heard. Right. This is when they heard that Jesus was passing by. They cried out, "Lord." Have mercy on us, son of David. And what did the crowd do? 
This is the mm. crowd. Now picture this. This is the crowd. This is people that 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 are followers of Christ. These are people that are, uh, you know, that are heard about Christ, that have come to see Christ. Maybe they've been healed by Christ. Whatever they're here, they've heard His words and all this. And what did they? What did the crowd do? The crowd didn't pick these guys up and bring them to Jesus. Right. They actually look what it said. The crowd rebuked them. Yep. Tell me the enemy isn't on that. Right. Right. The enemy was like, hey, shut those those two up. They, I know what Jesus can do for them. Shut them up. Shut them up. And, and it says, tell, and, and they said, telling them to be silent. But they, I love this. They cried out all the more. Mm-hmm. Amen? I mean, well, they, they cried knew. out all the more. They knew who Jesus yes. was. Mm-hmm. And, and they cried and they said, Lord, have mercy on the son of David. And, and Jesus, boom, stops, it says. And Jesus called them and said, I love this. What do you want me to do for you? It's it's like, see, sometimes we got this picture when 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 Jesus, you know, is 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 in this encounter with him, he he's he's such a respecter of person. Well, he already knows what they wanted. Yes, he wants them to ask. But he's for not it. coming and forcing himself Mm-mm. on. He's not right. coming there and going. I already. He's. I mean, this is not just a moment for these two guys. This is also a teaching moment for others. Right. And he says, "What do you want me to do for you?" And they said to him, "Lord, let our eyes be open." Mm-hmm. And Jesus, in pity, touched their eyes, and immediately they recovered their sight and followed him. Love that. I, I, I just, yeah, phenomenal stuff. A great story, to be honest. But what was interesting about it is, is that the enemy wanted them to shut up. Mm-hmm. That he didn't. Well, listen. but he knew what would happen because he knows he's seen yeah. over the years yeah. what Jesus can do. Mm-hmm. How many times have people come to church? Let's be honest. Come to a gathering, or better yet, you're in a small setting at the, your house or whatever, and 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 you're there. This person's there, and and all they need to do, and all they're longing to do, is to truly surrender to Christ, or ask Christ to come in, or deliver them from their this affirmity, or deliver them from this oppression that the enemy has got them on, whatever it might be. But yet they won't speak it. Mm. Well, pride. Pride gets in the way so many yep. times, and people don't want to admit, you know, that they have issues. I mean, how many altar calls? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. This is how I feel about an altar call. I could go to an altar call every service. I could. Yeah. A lot of times I'll take a moment and pray, Lord, uh, if you want me to stop. I always ask the Lord, to check my heart. That's yeah. the first and foremost thing that I do right. when there's an altar call coming. And sometimes I just feel the need to just even just go down to the altar just to pray. And um, it, it just amazes me sometimes that people, you will not, some of the best sermons, convicting sermons mm-hmm. that I've heard people will absolutely not respond. And I've even heard people say at times, well, they need to take it home and chew on it a little bit. Or <laughs> some will say, they'll meet me out in the foyer. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I really should I should have went. Yeah. And I'm like, do you understand that if you was just to come and profess or come right. to surrender and come with well, your words, yourself. with your actions and yes. your words and, and release that, if you get that out mm-hmm. and release how that, what freedom, the Holy Spirit can do? How much freedom that is yeah. in that. I mean, humbling yourself before the Lord and yeah. people. Yeah. Who cares what people think? 
I don't care what people think. I could seriously be at the altar every Sunday. I, I said this one time. It, it, it was an, uh, an altar call, and I told the people. I said, look, if you're worried about what other people are thinking about you, don't worry. They're thinking about you. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter whether you come forward or not. Right. You know, if right. people are thinking about you, they're going to think about you. You know, whether people it's good or bad. People are going to think what they want to think. Exactly. Just need why, to go over it. why let that be the thing that stops you from being free? Yeah. Why Why let that be the thing that stops you from being truly, uh, uh, have this encounter and freedom and, and, and being able to live now in peace? Well, in we had life. a situation last Sunday in our service, and it was awesome. Mm. Rod called out um, salvation. Yeah. He, you know, he felt like there was someone there that needed to receive salvation and there was a lady in our church she's what 70 75 she's suffering yeah right around there yeah. she's right around there yeah she came forward i prayed with her she asked jesus into her heart i was like yeah, yeah. this is awesome and it was it was her really coming back yeah she's coming back she to had jesus. felt like she had slipped away from yeah. the lord and she needed to re kindle her relationship with the Lord and she was she stood up walked up in front of everybody she didn't care that's what I love I know. that's humbling yourself and that's exactly. that's like coming before the Lord mm -hmm. who cares what everyone else yeah. thinks I want to be in heaven someday so yeah you know, and again what we're talking about here is words and and she just came and, and let that out she spoke it to Christ right. and Christ heard those words yeah and, and there's you know the thing about all that is is that if we could truly start to understand the power of words. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, there's a great story in John chapter 4, verse 50. It starts and says, Jesus said to him, go, you're, now this is a, this is a, a, a guy who is son, uh, a father, his son, I mean, is ill. And, and listen to the story. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. And the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. And as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Hmm. And the father knew that that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. Yeah, that reminds me wow. of a story. Well, not a story, but something that happened a couple of weeks ago at church. Um, we had, a, oh my goodness, a prayer service. Um, our, our our Sunday service just turned into prayer, anointing, um, healing, yeah. everything. It was just amazing. Yeah. And one of our dear saints in our church, Dr. Bills, um, asked for prayer for the um, the internet system that he was going to be teaching through. He teaches a Zoom class, and he was he asked for prayer because he said the system was down and he wasn't going to be able to teach until the system came back up. And we took a moment we and we prayed. Yep. And he come back later and um, told us that the system was up, it was running, they were able to, to do Zoom, everything was good. And he asked them the time that the system came back yeah. up and they said it was around 1130 which our time our time was it was 1130 our time which <laughs> is the time that we were actually praying yep i thought that was so awesome i loved it i loved it we shared that story with the church yep too, we did it's cool well listen the, the power of the words right this is what we're really talking about 
And I think what we need to understand is this. I, I, I think what this helps us to recognize when we have someone trying to speak death into us or when we see someone speaking life into us. Mm-hmm. It, it's the power of the words. Uh, you know, it, and that's that's important. Yeah. Uh, I really believe that. I, I think it's so important to what we, we when we talk about this. I mean, you know, the, I guess the question would be is, have you ever had people try to speak death over you? Well, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest because, you know, that's what we are. Yeah, we're just being real. Um, when we were first married, I mean, we had people literally oh, say to us, you know, you won't last. You won't last. Yeah. Don't come crying to me when she breaks your heart. <laughs> That's what somebody said to me. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, people weren't speaking life into us when we got married. No. You know, and it, that that's sad yeah. because they're starting their life out together. Almost betting against us. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, my word. It just now, flabbergasted we, me. We kind of do something every every year at our anniversary. And it's just it's just fun we don't you know we never call these people up or anything but we we always say uh you, you know you think those people are still sitting there going waiting by their phone call waiting on my phone waiting for well, me to make that phone call she might be because uh, i think she had a crush on you <laughs> well yeah i trust me i wasn't i never yeah, knew any of that thank goodness you were naive i was never, never caught on to that stuff but you know when we talk about this i mean let me just ask you this Think about speaking life into something. What could that do for a marriage? Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, seriously. yeah, I mean, we we chose to not. Here's the thing. Mm. Okay, here's the thing. We chose to not let that land on us. Right. I mean, think yep. about it. When someone says something to you, are you taken back? And then you start thinking about what they're saying. You are giving foot for the enemy yes. to come in. Yeah. If you start thinking about what someone said about you or about your marriage or whatever, yeah. you know, don't give the enemy a foothold in that. I right. mean, take authority over the words that are spoken over you. Rebuke them. Yeah. I mean, literally say, I rebuke that. We've I will said not, that to people. We have. Some people have said <laughs> things to us. I don't receive that. I don't receive that. I rebuke that. Yeah. I don't want that to land on me. I'm right. not going to I'm not going to even entertain that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I get crazy wild over well, things that are spoken sometimes. And you know, when we talk about words and everything and how powerful they are, I mean, we, we talk about that with our marriage. And one of the very things that, that we said uh, when we got married is that we were never going to use the word divorce. Right. We do not speak the word no. divorce. Uh, we don't use it as a joke. No. We don't, uh, you know, it's never a threat. It's not um, even... It's not an option. It's not an option whatsoever. Yeah. You know, and I, one other thing I was thinking about, you know, words are so powerful. And if you think about it, we are created in God's image. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. We are created in the image of God. He spoke words to create. He created the world for us. He created everything for us. He created us by the speaking of his words. Yeah. I was just, I was just talking to somebody the other night and, um, as we were talking, I felt like the Holy Spirit told me what to say to her. And I just spoke to her and I spoke into her. I spoke life into her. And I just said, Hey, I, I, I God wants me to say something to you. He's proud of you. Mm. I'm telling you, man, you saw the whole resonant of this 
person just change. Oh, yeah. I mean, just kind of, I mean, it was like humble, lit up, kind yeah. of, oh, my goodness, you know, really. Well, anytime you, you hear know. that, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's encouraging. Yeah. You know, and for that to come from the Lord, yeah. wow. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, you think about well, the, what could this do for your marriage, but think about uh, what could this do for friendships. Yeah. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. really, you know, sometimes you ever hear people, I, I, I never hear people say this phrase in a positive way. Well, I'm, I just need to give you a piece of my mind. <laughs> right? And, and, and it's never been, man, I, re, I received really need, that. That was awesome. Yeah, Thank right. you. Right? Oh, no. I need to give you, yeah. I need to speak into you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's like when you have people usually want to speak their mind, it's, it's, it's almost never something of life-giving right. to some degree. It makes them feel better. Right. At least to some I degree. I gave them think. a piece of my mind. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I always tell people, man, you sure you can afford that? Right. <laughs> so, Keep your two cents to yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, yeah, think about what this can do for friendships. What can yeah. this do for parenting? Oh, wow. Speaking life into your kids. Oh, my goodness. So many times you see parents just get frustrated and I get it it's hard parenting is so hard choose your words choose your, choose your words, words choose your battles choose that hill you're gonna die on yeah. you know because there's very few I I'm dumbfounded sometimes when I hear people tell me what their parents have spoken into them mm -hmm. yeah you know and I can I can relate to it because I know what my dad spoke into me yeah you know my biological dad and so I understand it's it's it can it can be crippling, but it can, it can also be life. Yes, it you know? actually, yeah, very I much, mean, very much. Can you can you remember really a time when your parents like have spoken and said, "Whatever, I'm proud of you." Oh I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, and what that's done for you. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, my dad was so so good about just loving on me and um, just caring for me and telling me how proud of me he was and. You know, it meant so much. Um, it just it changed the yeah. outlook of things. It changed yeah. the outlook of how I how I even looked at men. You know, he was just such a positive role model in my life. And you know. Yeah, I get you. Well, and then you you we think about this. What what then could this do for us as being witnesses to others? Yeah. For Christ. Well, you know, I've had so many people, and I, I'm not joking when I say that. I've had a lot of people say to me personally that, you know, our marriage speaks volume to them. Yeah. You know, they they, they watch us, and they they see us and how we act with each other. <coughs> so they probably didn't hear us arguing the other day. <laughs> well, you know, you always have arguments. Those are the good times when you ah, make we the, up. We get to make up. Right. Exactly. I like that. But, you know, just... Yeah how we talk to each other yeah you know in public <laughs> <laughs> on no. private right now no no we're no, good in, pri in yeah. private too we just yeah. you know you have those moments where you just don't agree with things <laughs> exactly. but you know i mean it's just important how yeah. you treat each other and people yeah. recognize that and they see that i think so you know we want to model christ in our relationship we want to model christ as each other you know yeah well, I think, you know, in, in all of this, it's the power of words. Right. Man, they're, they're so significant. It is. We're so, going to give an account. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, um, man, this has been good. Yeah. It's been therapeutic to some degree. Right. 
thinking back all the words <laughs> we might have said. I try to be very careful, seriously, in in any in, in heated moments. Yeah. Of I know. Now, when I was younger, right? No. You shot that gun. No, yeah. My goodness. But now you realize the older you get, I think you realize um, you can't take that bullet back. No. Right. Once you shoot so, that out of the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's, it's important. It is. It is. And, and and that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to express yourself. No. You're allowed to express yourself. You just, just got to be careful in how you do it. Choose the right words. Yeah. And that's why I'm so adamant about this understanding of cussing. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I just have a problem with people who say they're Christians, say they're, they're life givers, the followers of Christ, who they say that Christ dwells within them. And, and, and hearing some of the stuff that comes out of their mouths. Well, well, what is that scripture that says whatever comes out of your mouth is what's in your heart? Yeah, it's out of the abundance. Uh, what is it? Uh, Matthew twelve thirty four, right? Yeah. Yeah. For out of the abundance yep. of the heart, the mouth, the speaks. mouth speaks. So what's ever in your heart? Yeah. You, you got cussing in your heart? That's not good. I, and, and seriously, I know people say, "Oh, what's the big deal?" Well, you know what? When words give life or death, yeah. When we understand the power of words, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Absolutely. And so I, I really would like for hopefully, if anybody hears this podcast, and that's fine. If, if you disagree with me, that's okay. I love uh, one of my evangelist friends. He says, you have a right to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> but bottom line is, is I just I, show me in Scripture where that's okay. And I know some people are like, well, it's an artistic expression. Oh, baloney. Yeah. You're just trying. That's a lie straight from hell. You're Sorry. just <laughs> trying to get around things, right. man. That's no. That's uh, you know, and I love, I love this. Oh, where was it? In uh, 2 Corinthians um Oh my goodness, 2 Corinthians 11 something. I just read it this morning. Good Lord, why can't I get this? But I loved it because it really was talking about um, how this understanding of, you know, we you really understand and know the enemy's tactics. Yeah. We, we do. We, we, we understand it. We, we know where uh, the enemy and how he works and all that kind of stuff. It, it, because listen, Here's the bottom line. If you've got the spirit the spirit of God dwelling within you, well, then then the spirit of God recognizes sin, mm-hmm. smells it, oh, senses yeah. it, knows it. Says, "Hey, be, you know, rebukes it, right?" And so you you come to that understanding. And so when we when we sit and really when we start to try to justify, I really think that's nothing more than the works of the enemy trying to again lie to you, get you convinced that oh you know what it's okay hell's in the bible Mm, well yeah you're exactly right hell is in the bible it's actually hades but but it is it's it's hell right but when you use it out of context right you know you know jesus christ is also in the bible yeah but when you Mm. use that name out out of context as a cuss word yeah that's awful. come on that's awful right man i'm about ready to preach now okay Mm -hmm. sorry but anyway the power of words they're powerful. They truly are. So, um, man, if we could do anything, hopefully encourage those who are listening, um, use your words. Yeah. Choose wisely. Yep. Give Absolutely. life and don't receive the those words of death yeah. that the enemy's trying to place on you. Rebuke it. Get rid of it. Don't walk in it. Matter yeah. of fact, I love what I love John. John, John, I'm I'm growing to like John a lot more. Mm-hmm. The Chosen movies actually help oh, seasons goodness, yeah. actually help me love John more. But I do like John as I'm studying and reading a little bit more of him. But John even says, "Look, 
it smells like sin, looks like sin, whatever, turn, turn and run. run. <laughs> turn and run. There's yep. nothing wrong with it. No. Right? <laughs> well, thing. maybe we ought to run. Yeah. Turn and run right now. So uh, not from sin. This has been good. But we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Man, thank you so much for being with us uh, here on our podcast. Uh, we'd love for you guys to uh, make sure that you uh, uh, like us, follow us on uh, uh, on uh, you know uh, iTunes or Spotify or uh, not Spotify, but uh, SoundHound or wherever. Uh, come follow us. I'd love to uh, uh, be able to uh, speak life into you. Yeah. Just, we're just sharing. We're just being real with you. These are just some real topics that we come across and we feel like uh, uh, are really good to just sit down and share with you. So feel free to share this with friends uh, and uh, tell us how you like it. Go to our, our Facebook page, uh, Just Being Real Podcast. Uh, you can find it there. Or you can go to uh, send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be glad to respond to any emails that you send us. All right. Sounds good. Hey, God bless. This has been fun. Take care.